guys? Welcome back to the... My voice fucking cracked. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Quarter Life Podcast. Uh, season 7, episode 12. Uh, your host, Cesar Ortega, uh, as sponsored on um, on Twitter, uh, with your co-host today, Oscar Magana Celis, and with our special special guest, Vidi Diaz. Uh, it's a good friend from high school who's here to talk to us about what she does and who she is. So, Vidi, take it off. Who are you? What do you do? Who are you? Who am I? First of all, thank you, Oscar and Cesar, for having me. Um... Who am I, right? Caesar, Caesar, the host, and Oscar, the co-host. I've been, I've been demoted. Sorry. Demoted. I apologize about that. It's okay. Um, So thanks for having me. Um, I'm really excited actually to be here um, and just kind of talk. Um, uh, So who am I? So should we measure who I am by my success, my accomplishments, or what I actually am? Yeah, Maybe what I actually am, right? That, yeah, that's, that's a deep question. That's the potential right now. It's right. like, how successful are you? How successful are you, right? Like, who are you? I feel like when people ask you who are you, they're yeah. asking like, hey, what do you do? Like, well, what, what, right. what are you about? Who, where do you come from, right? Where do I come from? Who am I? I'm just a girl. I'm five feet tall. I, uh, I'm a weightlifter. I'm a runner. I am a book nerd, a bookworm. I love to read. Hell um, yeah. I'm someone's only child. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm someone's cousin, I'm someone's friend, like, that's who I am, you know? Um, now, what do I do? Uh, I do real estate, um, so real estate, I do real estate, um... Helping people buy the house of their dream. I help people dream. buy the house of their dream, um, I help people sell, um, and I just started this, so I haven't yes. been doing this forever, so I'm new, Which, just like everybody is. One of your first big sales one was... One of my first big sales was actually my best friend. Yes. Um, so we sold a condo. We bought a condo. I say we. Oh, Louise. Yes, Louise. yes. Oh, you're, you're his... Oh, that's how I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, I that's why you're the fucking co-host, dude. Let's, you don't need your research. Let's give Louise a shout-out because he's yes, my first shout out. Shout-out to Louise. He's a homeowner and, now. And invite us to the to, to the, the party. Right? I, I am. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> invite me to the party. It's just right. Would you Would you even go? No, I haven't, I'm not fully vaccinated yet, okay? Are, I haven't even are, gone to our home. We forget some, coronavirus. Are, so thank are you me. vaccinated? I'm not. Ooh. Why aren't you vaccinated? I haven't started yet. Like, I, I I know that it's coming, and I know I have to do it. I've been putting it off. I've kept myself safe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, she literally walked in. I don't know if you saw her. But I she have walked, my mask. She walked in with a mask, and she was like, I don't I know if you want to be with but I've kept myself safe. Yeah. Not in the past two weeks. I've kept myself safe. Um, I mean, I work out every day. I keep my mask. She, yeah. she hasn't been to Black Door. I have Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. Before they close down. <laughs> she was like, I haven't... Scratch that last one. Scratch that last one. Who knows? Edit out. Yeah. Sponsored by Black Door. And thing you know. <laughs> the Black Door owner. Hey, what's yeah. up, guys? Right. Um, but, yeah. I, I mean, coronavirus is a thing. I, what was the original question? Luis. So, yes. We bought his condo. We started our search back... You know, the funny thing is, I was licensed back in September. Okay. Okay. I started my real estate courses in January after I quit my job. My life fell apart. Wasn't sure what I was doing. I always knew I wanted to do real estate, so I said, let's do it. Pandemic hit. Studied. I just took a break. And then I was licensed after trying for the the second time in a row in September. Um, And Louise told me in, I think it was December, right before we went to Colorado, hey, I want to buy a condo. I'm ready to buy. And I was like... Are you serious? He's like, yeah, I'm serious. I was like, okay, let's get started. We got the ball rolling. We went out to Colorado for a trip just to kind yeah. of refresh, you know? And then we came back and we started the hunt and that started in January. We were just active and it was fun. You know, I was doing my first showings. He was viewing properties for the first time ever. 
And then we came across, this was after like three or four. This was before the market hit the way it is right now. If you guys are familiar with the market right now, it's on fire. These mortgage rates are super low and people are out there buying. So it's time to so buy right it's now. The, it, so it's a buyer's market. It, it's a seller's market right now. Seller's market. Seller's market because, if, for instance, you want to sell your house right now, you're going to have at least 15 offers right now in the door because people are going for those mortgage rates right now that are so low. They're not going to be lower. Probably COVID actually helped that. Um, so people are out there buying. So you're looking at places that have multiple offers. So you're just hoping that your offer gets accepted, you know? So we put in offers for two places before we, we were called on to the final one. Um, and that was January 12th, I think was the offer date. And we didn't close until February 14th or right before Valentine's. So that was that was a process. It was a mission, and but we did it. You, you got know? it done. But we got it done. I love seeing that. I love seeing that on Twitter because you guys were both kind of like posting about yeah, it. Yeah, like, first people my first was gonna be my know? best friend. Yeah, he was posting about like I can't wait to get my first crib. I think. He was on like a business trip or something, right? And then he's like, "My parents already moved me out of their crib, yeah. and they already moved all my shit to the, we were, we were the condo." Out together, we were out in California, and he's like, "Hey, my parents already moved me out." I'm like, "They're doing it out of the kindness of their heart, just to help me." Yeah, like, get, get out! <laughs> he's, he's happy. He is. I tell him all the time he should start a TikTok because he's doing all these like home improvements on like um, technology, and it's so much fun. He's he's an engineer, you know, so yes. like he's a smart guy. He's yeah. up to the technology, so. Who knows? Maybe you'll have Louis, the the home improve, improver, with his TikTok later, or who knows? Yeah, let's have, uh, yeah. That'd be cool, right? I tell him all the time you should do it, and hopefully. Yeah, right. Hit him out. Improve my home. <laughs> so yeah, that we got that done. So I'm a realtor, and I did that. My name is on my first sale. I think I walk away with that really feeling mm-hmm. pretty well. My first sale was a condo in Chicago. You know, so that made me feel really good. Yeah. Um, and he's so happy with this place, and that brings me happiness, and to know that people. Slides are actually being changed because yeah. of what I'm doing. That makes me feel good. Oh, that's incredible. I, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. And yeah, it's work that makes you feel good. Yeah, you know. And so that's what I, who I am, and what I do. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it because when you when you reached out uh, asking like saying you wanted to, you were interested in doing the podcast, I'm like, cool, I love it. What do we want to talk about? Yeah. We talked about, because yeah. uh, I mean, we know each other through school. Through school. Uh, we both went to yeah. Eastern Youngins. Eastern. The youngins. How long ago was that? Oh, God. When did we graduate? 2013? I, le- I remember I, I graduated a year early because I left to Germany. That's right. That's I was right. I Germany for that uh, uh, senior year. So, you, oh. so did you graduate 2012? 2012, yeah. All right. Well, I graduated in 2013. You were... 2014. 2014. Yeah. Okay. And you were in the really smart classes. <laughs> The really smart classes. We were classes. all in smart classes, but you. Right. But I was in the regular classes. I wasn't in like the like the really... Like, dumb classes. I was just in the regular ones. It was what they called the magnet classes. Were you in them? I was a magnet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You were stupid. I was... <laughs> Listen. Actually, Listen. dude, magnet, magnet wasn't anything special other than, like, math classes. Yeah. Like, just Listen. advanced math classes. I had, I had one of my cousins recently tell me, he's like, man, not to be an asshole. He's like, but I'm really proud of who you became. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, when we were younger, and he's talking about, like, young, young. He's like... Yeah. I think you were gonna, you weren't gonna amount to shit. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks for the honesty, Don't dog. Like, I, I I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't take it in a bad way, but I was like, listen, like I was a dumb, I was I was bad at Brady, I was bad at Simmons. That Are was, you really? Yeah, I, I got into fights all the time at really? Brady. Well, once you Simmons. once you catch up to the seasons, uh-huh. like this season, uh-huh. you'll you'll understand Caesar's life throughout. Okay. Yeah, this is up. as we've made the joke before. This is this season is the Caesar's. Or t- Caesar's the, Caesar Ortega Cinematic Universe, or yeah, pretty much 
the like first couple episodes, my parents were all in that shit. They called like. Really? Yeah. This is, it's, it's a mess. Season seven. Gays. All my business. Bu- all my business. Just, Let me keep catching up. Yeah. Catch yeah. Up. Okay. She's, she's gonna hit me up again. Hey, do we uh, fucking episode? <laughs> <laughs> Who were you? I yeah. didn't really know you were that person. So you you went to Germany for a year, right? Yeah. For senior, my sister went to uh, Slovakia for a year. Okay. And for a very long time, oh, that's all she talked about. What was your experience like? Where 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 did you go for in Germany? What was your experience like that? <clears throat> I still talk about it, and it's been mm-hmm. I got back in twenty thirteen. So I went to the su- southern part of Germany. It's called the city called Freiburg. It's the sunniest part of Germany. It's right by the Black Forest, and the culture is beautiful and it's amazing. And the food was delicious, and I gained probably thirty five forty pounds. So I was probably like 160 at the time. Not that we're disclosing weight. Not that our weight matters, right? But I'm just saying, I really enjoyed the culture and the food. Yeah, it was good. Food was, it was good. We, food. All, we all eat good. Listen, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we're living our best lives so, when we eat. <laughs> it, honestly, to like, not to get too deep, but it really, I think, shaped who I am today. Like, okay. having that, like, I did it. Like, I was out there by myself, you know? Yeah. I had a host family, um, but I was out there. I, I mean, a, a bunch of... Our other friends and acquaintances have gone yeah. to through the Rotary program. Um, Jesus, Jesus went through Jesus it. Jesus Toro. Uh, yeah. We have... Uh, Selena went to Thailand. Selena, Selena. Uh, we have oh, so many. So many people. So Louise did it. Yeah. Um, Louise went to Poland. Yeah, yeah, so so many people did it. And it's like, it's one of those things that I wish I had the money to just send everybody off, you mm-hmm. know? Because it just changes your life. It changes your perspective on food, on yeah. culture, on the world, on like... Hey, life isn't just these four walls yeah. that we live in in Aurora, you know? So it just changes everything, and it just really shapes you. And I'm so glad I had that. And as an only child, I know my mom hated it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but, and, and it was hard, you know, to detach from my mom and just say... That was actually my first plane ride ever. So it was a nine-hour plane ride yeah. to land into the unknown. I didn't speak the language. I was just, you know... You were taking German? I was, but okay. I mean, taking a class versus actually yeah. speaking it, it was like... Frau, and let me tell you, let me tell you, um, Southern German is a whole... It's Different like, dialect? Yeah, it's a dialect. It's yeah. like Spanish, you know? In Mexico, there's all kinds of dialects. Yeah. You know? So it was it was, it was, was a really life-changing experience, and I'm glad I got yeah. to, to live. Yeah, now, so, now I'm sad that 2020, my trip to Spain got canceled. canceled? Oh, you were going to go to Spain. I was going to go to Spain. COVID. That's right. I was, I was supposed to... Last summer I was supposed to go to Cancun. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. I was make it to Cancun. You haven't been there? No. Of all the places I've been to, I have never been Super to Cancun. Super beautiful. Really? I love the the Mayan the Mayan ruins like the Chichen Itza and, uh-huh. and Tulum. Super beautiful. I was just talking to someone the other day. I was like, I really need to make it to Cancun. That is on my list. Mm-hmm. How have I been across the world, but I've never been <laughs> to, to Cancun? <laughs> I don't know. You know? So ho- hopefully, like, so um, I'm I'm getting married in September. <gasps> Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, but like our, our plan for our honeymoon right after the wedding, it's like, hopefully we go, we can go to Paris, Oh, Ooh, that you, know, but, you know, with, with COVID and, and yeah. flying restrictions. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to just cause we're both vaccinated, but, um, to get your vaccination passport that, and then like, but like France is always on like, we're shutting off. Yeah. yeah we're, open, we're shutting down. Yeah. Like every other weekend, that's, like, that's in a my revolt. plan. Since my girlfriend right now is in uh, school, in, in grad school, we're not gonna take any trips anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I've never traveled, like other than Mexico when I was a little kid with my parents. I just I was always in school, 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 school. Like mm-hmm. I was right out of high school, I went to mm-hmm. undergrad. Right out of undergrad, I went to grad school, and then I finished, and then straight to work. So 
Uh, yeah, but now when I, I got my first vaccination yesterday, uh, when I get my second vaccination, I'm probably going to use some uh, PT time PT, to go, PTO, to use go that PTO. with my with my pops and my mom to, to Mexico. Yeah. Might not come back. For the goats. For the goats, for the cows. The cows. Yep. The queso. Yeah. <laughs> the stinky cheese. Yeah. You always, you always got to bring some fun and queso, like... I remember, like, for a little as a little kid, like when even when I came, like, we'll go as a little kid and come back, like my parents would like take like half my clothes off and just leave it <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to everyone. But then like, but like they'll stick it with like pan and queso, like and, like just like and then they put more clothes on top. My dad did not bring any. He didn't bring a suitcase or the suitcase he brought. None of his clothes were in it. He's like, I'm not gonna be here for a long time. He just filled it with all of his stuff and everything. So, yeah, I went downstairs right before we, when we were setting up because my mom called me. Uh, when I was driving home, she was like, what are you up to? I'm like, I just got out of work. I'm, I'm heading home. She was like, oh, you got cash on you? I'm like, no. She's like, oh, it's porque querían elote de lotes gomez. I'm like, oh, well. Oh, I was thinking about I don't, that. I don't got cash. She's like, oh, it's because your tia's here. And I'm like, oh, my friends are waiting for me. I have an interview to do. They're like, oh, I guess you don't love us. I'm like, don't pull that shit. <laughs> don't do don't it. Don't do conditional love. Yeah. So I went downstairs and I said hi to uh, my tia and everything. And I, I showed her how long my hair got. You know what she said, dog? What do you think she says? Alright, wait, wait. Hey. <laughs> yes. Look, look at Caesar in the face. Okay. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you think he looks like Antonio Banderas? With his long hair. He does! No! Oh, yes! Ah, Let's go! Let's go! Yeah. Taking W's all day! Yeah. Guess who else my tia said I looked like? She said Juanes. I was like, oh! oh! I, nah, I don't see uh, Juanes. How long have you been growing out that hair for? Uh, since the beginning of, of COVID. The year? Almost okay. a year yeah. and a half. Yeah. Well, yeah, September, at the time of his wedding, it's going to be a year and a half. So that, that was a battle. Uh, we, my my fiance wanted him to cut his hair, but he was like, nah. But then he was like, I'm actually going to paint it. And we're like, no. Yeah, so for the library, because I work at the library, I'm a yeah. teen librarian. Uh, the listeners, I've talked about it before. Last year during the summer, we have a summer reading program. And the challenge was, listen, if you read this many books within a time frame, you get to choose what color i color my hair right i'm gonna do it because if you guys succeed covid really screwed that up they didn't uh like nobody participated or barely anyone participated mm-hmm. so i said okay i'm gonna keep growing out my hair right mm-hmm. and it's gotten this long and uh i, I threw up the challenge again so okay. i told him i'm like listen with the library i was gonna i was gonna color my hair if the right. kids reach this goal he's like fuck it you can keep your long hair you're not coloring it i'm like bad <laughs> Uh, that's how you negotiate. <laughs> Negotiation <laughs> you did, you, you, skills. You need them in life. You okay? did negotiate. You negotiated the car salesman. Um, to to go back to to uh, real estate. Yeah. Um, you 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 mentioned licensing. You mentioned exams. Like, what did you have to learn to get into? Like, what did I have to learn? Like, what are you studying to to get a real estate <clears throat> license? Well, let me tell you, I nothing that I've studied. Well, let me rephrase that. I did take some business classes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But real estate is like a whole new... It's All new. Yeah, you know? So I went to school, real estate school, um, and I studied, and I learned that um, it's a course that you take, you got to meet the requirements, obviously, and then you got to pass the exam. Now, what did I have to learn? It's a bunch of stuff in the book that doesn't make any sense when you apply it in life. And I'm going to say that because I took the exam, and I took the course. I'm sure there are people out there who was like, this girl's crazy, but... It's like a lot of the courses you take in life. You just have to read the book to pass the exam. Mm-hmm. And then you go out into the world and it's like, what did I actually even learn in the course, you know? Um, so I had to take a course that was like a month long. Um, and then I went off to take the exam. 
I was like seven points uh, short of it the first time. That blows. Yeah, I was I was devastated because I passed one portion of it, but I was like seven points away from the, se- oh the second time. Oh my goodness! And it just it took a, it took a, a hit on me, and then I was like, okay, let me take some time. I, I'll come do it back. again. I'll try it again. I'll come back. And I did in September. I was like, I went in and I did it, and it was like it felt good, you know. Mm-hmm. I had been through so much in the past year that it was like this one accomplishment. We're back, you know. Yeah, We're back. Yeah, We're back yeah. in the game. So yeah, I, that that's what I did. And then, so, we're going to eventually talk about mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I don't, I never, like, went and seen someone, but I, I feel like I have, like, some sort of anxiety when okay. it comes to, especially during school. I had, like, really bad anxiety when going taking tests. And you talked about, you know, moving across the world in Germany and, like, I can only feel, and, like, that was the first time you went to on okay. a plane, so, yeah. like, your anxiety was probably off the roof, and, and then I'm assuming that taking the test, like, like, the second time was, like, how was, like, your stress level, like, going into it, like, thinking, like, I'm changing my whole career path? Yeah, it was, and, and let me tell you, <clears throat> it's funny that you bring up anxiety when it comes to, like, anxiety in your belly when you're... Yeah, like, anxious. the butterflies. Yeah, yeah, when you're anxious about something. That was the anxiety that I felt back when I was young and naive, and yeah. hadn't experienced as many things as I have now. Where anxiety to me is like a whole different, you know, it's a whole different thing. It's a real thing, you know. Um, how was it and how did I manage the stress? It was stressful, you know, because you're you're putting yourself out there. And if you don't pass this, mm-hmm. and then you can only take the exam four times, I think, before you have to take the course again. So it was oh, like, wow. more than like, I need to pass it. It was like, it was more of a personal thing, you know, like, am I good at anything? Like, am I going to be able to pass this exam? And then... When I did it, it was like, okay, you're back, you're back into the game. Let's let's get it, let's get on it. Um, so yeah, it was stressful. Um, I would spend like days where I would just study from like really early in the morning to night. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is COVID time, so everything's already stressful. Everything's paused. What are we doing with our lives? Um, but I just studied and studied and studied, and I said, I'm gonna take on this monster. I walked in there and I, I just did it. You know, you just do it sometimes. And, uh, we, you, I mean, because that was one of the topics we were going to talk about, uh, as well, was, uh, where we were in school. Because, I mean, again, we, we talked about our high school and everything, the classes you guys were both in, it seems like, the magnet, or... Magnet, yeah. Yeah. Magnet, so, and I was just in the regular classes, but we were going to talk about that, like the, uh, what was the exact wording? Just let me get this right. They're horrible hosts. Uh... <laughs> uh, the academic excellence and the pressure put on us by Hispanic households. Uh, so, I am the youngest of four and the first to actually go to college and get my degree and finish. even my master's and everything. Did you hear that, Gerardo? That's some fighting words. Listen, hey, I just... It was... <laughs> no, my, my, my pops, hey, Junior, you can give... Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you can give me that all you want, but my pops told everyone, y'all, y'all, y'all want to go to school? I'll sell my land in Mexico, right? You, know, you want to go to school? I'll sell my land in Mexico. But I can never do that to him, because I knew that's all like, oh, he ever say, wanted. I was going to say, you went to school, he still has land. What the fuck? Yeah, because I, I took out the loans. I was like, I can't do that to my pops. It's like the one thing he has in the world like yeah. that he really cherishes. Like, Yes, he loves us, but like, he really loves his land. land. <laughs> he loves those goats. Um, so it's like, yeah, I was, I was, a, I was a bad student. And it wasn't until I got to college that, like, it really, like, clicked. And I just started doing so well. And then grad school, even better. Uh, but I was I was in the regular classes in school. And I hated it, right? Having classes, damn near, like, a full-time job at school for almost eight hours or however long it was. 
coming home, having homework that I didn't want to do, I can only imagine what it was like for people in the higher classes. Like, the stuff was probably harder, probably more homework. Like, you guys had to do the, uh, oh my god, what's that one fair that you guys had to do the boards for? History fair. I never had to do that shit. History fair. I, love, I, I, I was too history fair. I was too dumb. I liked history fair too. I loved it. it, was, it was, so history fair wasn't history fair. All you had to do is like read. Like there was a topic that was like what affected Illinois and like the specific theme for Illinois, right? And then you do a research project specifically for like I did the Chicago Black Sox. I did the changing of the uh, Chicago River like flow and mm-hmm. how that affected it. the third year. I think the third year I didn't do it just because that was my senior year, and I think I had economics and then my I, I did U.S. history, so I never did it for my senior year. It was it was too, it was just it was just a project, honestly. It wasn't I see, I too dumb. They they were just like I I even asked the teacher one time like, can I do? Hey, it? do we not do history fair? They're like, that's for those classes. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just sat there. I haven't realized like I'm like oh <laughs> like we're the we're the dumb ones. <laughs> escapes me now when it comes to history for like I don't really remember it all but I it was you know it was the stress of life I feel like my whole life I was stressed when it came to school I kind of was the opposite of you like I was like that the my mom's like you know her eyes so like I was in everything I was a straight A student I was everything I did middle school the clubs and high school everything and then stuff just started getting real you know like trauma catches up to you I didn't actually finish my degree Okay. So let's start there. I didn't actually finish. I have, uh, I have like a year left, but I, I took time and I was like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me step back. Where did you go to school? I actually went to Obanzi and got my degree there. I was, okay. I was part of like the Dunham program. They fund and they funded yeah. my entire year. So, you know, I was still doing well. I got my degree and that's where I got all my business courses in. Um, and then I went to AU and I just hated it. And I was mm-hmm. like... It's not meant for me. And I'm so I'm really happy when people are like, I did the degree and I got it done because, like, it is an accomplishment. Not yeah. everybody gets to it, you know? I made the personal choice that I didn't want to do it anymore. It wasn't for me. Um, yeah. My career professionally was doing well, where I was like, I don't want to be doing school right now. <clears throat> so there is where kind of things just like, am I, am I really successful now that I'm not in the academic world? Or, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's where, that's why success. Is measured so differently. Is measured different for everybody, and everybody goes through different things in life. You, know? you talked about that too, Oscar, where you're like, man, like, I went to school, but I'm doing car sales now, and you like, but you like it. You actually, oh, like, yeah. you, you love your job and everything, you like it a lot. And it's like, you think back, and you're like, well, I didn't see myself as this, but you're here now. And for me, I'm just stubborn as shit. Like, yeah. I, again, Ask the kids in fucking high school. They're like, that's the fucking library kid. He's always there. Yeah. He's always there every freaking day. And I just, in my head, when, at some point, I was like, I want to be a librarian. Mm-hmm. So I did everything. I put everything in my path in front of me being like, cool. If I want to be a librarian, I should yeah, go to this is. school. I don't need any sort of bachelor's in it. I'm just going to do communications because I'm good at that. Did my uh, public speaking. And I'm like, cool. Now I got to get into grad school. Did that. And got the job. So I was, I was just stubborn. Yeah, that's... Success, like you, it's making you happy. Like you wanted to do what you wanted to do, and you got it done. Yeah, that makes you good. You know, Um, not everybody gets the degrees, and you should be proud of yourself for that. But then there are people who make the choice that they don't want the degrees, and I think we need to stop putting that pressure on people that you have to get a degree, or you don't have to get a degree. Otherwise, you're not successful. I have I have people in my life now who 
still at this point, like, man, like, what if I, what if I went back to school? Yeah. They're only, like, in their 30s. I'm like, yeah. do it. Go yeah. back. Like, there's yeah. no shame in that. Like, oh, I'm too old now. No. There's no fucking time no. limit. This isn't a race. Right. right? You can, I, and the, I guess the best analogy I use is, like, listen, if you want to go get your associates, it's going to take two years, right? You can be... 34 Or 34 without an associate. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. it's just, those two years are going to pass regardless, mm-hmm. whether you do it or not. So, if you want to, do it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if circumstances allowing, like, funds and everything, do it. If yeah. something you want to do, is something you want to go for, go for it. Right. <clears throat> but I think you have to, like, be sure that it's what you want. I yes. when we put that pressure on people. Yeah. You know, when you're in high school and they're... Because when I got back from Germany, I was, like, accepted to universities and I was, like, I was ready to go and everything. And then my mom started doing the whole, you're leaving me again? And I was, like... Okay, maybe I won't go off to college right away, you know? And that's when I started working, and working yeah. went really well for me. Like, I climbed the, the way up, and, and then I realized I hated the corporate world, and I just left it, you know? I didn't really have a backup plan. I was just like, I don't want to do corporate anymore. Um, I had a good position. I was making good money. Mm-hmm. Um, but something in me wasn't loving it when I realized that, like, I was I worked at a hotel. I was a hotel manager. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember. Yeah, I was a hotel manager. So I was making good money. You know, I was buying myself a new car. And then there's the people who I adore, who you know, the housekeepers, everybody below me, and they're like making minimum wage, Mm -hmm. and like they're coming to me like, hey, what can you do for raises, or what can what can be done? And I'm just like, I can't. I don't want to live like this forever. Like, can you imagine people? That's the. That is just like it. Just doesn't go with who I am. And I was like, no, this is not for me. My so my and my my siblings like two of my siblings were temp agents for a while junior, and my sister my oldest sister Ira, and whenever I was home for the summer from like uh, NIU and everything they're like oh well, come work with us at the factory I can't tell you guys how much I fucking hate factory jobs and if we want to talk about being depressed that I told my mom like the, the, one of my last days that I quit my my sister's job I'm like mom if I stay at that job I will one hundred percent kill myself. Yeah. Because it is so damn depressing seeing not just me having to do the same thing for eight hours a day, but seeing people who are my parents' age, if not older, having to do this job day in and day out because they don't have any other choice. They don't have any And it would break my heart. And all these people would be like, oh, you're you're Ira's brother? Oh, like, oh, cool. What are you doing here? Like, like, what? Like, you're not going to school? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to school. They're like, okay, good. And they'd like put whatever, whatever they were doing down there, like, Keep going to school. Yeah. Keep going to school. Don't end up like us. Dude, I'd, I'd fucking cry in the bathroom. I'd be yeah. like, damn, like, I want to help these people and right. I, I can't. Right. So that's why I was so passionate about, like, being a librarian. Like, if these people ever come to the library saying, like, I need help, can you help me find a job? I'm going to jump on it. I'm going to be yeah. there to be the community resource and everything, but... It's a rough... Yeah. It's rough. And when you... Especially for us, I think, when we come from those parents, you know, parents mm. who struggled. Like, your parents literally came here for survival, you know? And here's us, like, we need to, like, live now. You yeah. know, we have to do things different, no matter what it takes. You know, it's just, we all have different paths in life. Yeah. But we know what we want versus what we don't want eventually, so. We all grew up from East Aurora. Yeah. yeah. We I swear to God, this motherfucker. This man was born in Montgomery, but. I was not born in Montgomery. Do you, do you know where, uh, do you know where Lebanon Park is? I do. I, I live right there. Oh, that's still East Side of Aurora. That's what I keep telling you. But honestly, if I was if I was a block away, like if literally if I was across the street uh-huh. from where like I grew up, uh-huh. I would have gone to Oswego. Exactly. So that's, that's why, that's, that's, like, that's that's why that's I give a shit. So Aurora can't claim you as what? No, exactly. He's in between. Oh, you can't claim. I, I had a library card. 
There, there's people, <laughs> there's people in Mokerville that don't get library cards. You're right. Well, that's and, a, they're unincorporated, okay? That's different. But they're damn near in, that's bro. Different. East Aurora is like two blocks away. That's different. Unincorporated Aurora is very different. What's a beast? I, I'm gonna need Mayor Urban to like adopt that. My guy, the library's trying to do that. We trying to we trying to figure stuff out. Like, hey, let's hook up to these kids who live in unincorporated with library cards. Are your boys trying to help do that? Where are you so at? Caesar's trying to make a difference. I'm trying to make a difference here. Are, are we campaigning right now? No, no, no. Rain, rain. This goes up. No, um, but yeah, like we, we all grew up in Eastside Aurora, yeah. and I think we've all had that, uh, like if not from people around us, but like people in general who hear like, "Oh, you're from East Aurora," like you could be a straight A student, you guys could be in like the best classes, and be like, "Oh, but you're gonna end up a gangbanger. You're gonna do this." And I live in the bad neighborhood, right. so it's like right. the fact that I didn't go into that. It's like that surprises some people. They're like, oh, oh yeah, you, you, yeah. you did this? And well, my, one of my favorite stories was, uh, did either of you guys have Gillespie for classes? No, I did not. I no. Gillespie did Survival Lit, and he had, uh, we, we read a book, I cannot remember what it was, but the premise of that he was trying to get across to us was, based on this book, he was saying, like, the circumstances, or the, the places you, the place where you are born, like, are gonna, like, are directing you where you're gonna go in life, right? So you live in a bad neighborhood, you're gonna you're gonna end up in a bad place. So he straight up looked at the whole class. You're like, you all go to East Aurora. You guys are gonna be druggers, junkies, this that. Like, yes, you're gonna be dead by the age of twenty and everything. And what do you do when you when you hear that? You're like, no, fuck that. Like, we're not gonna do that. He's like, right. bet. He took a little piece of paper and he wrote on it. He's like, you're a failure. And gave it to me. And I had that shit in my pocket, in my wallet for all the years that I was at NIU, all the years I was in grad school. And I finally got the job. He's all like, hey man, can you can you come teach my class something? I'm like, bet. We're in this shit. <laughs> Literally, first period. I'm like, hey, you told me to give this to you, and you were gonna eat your words. He's like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, it's like 9 a.m. <laughs> I pass it to him. I'm like, I don't eat breakfast. I'm like, I'm like, here you go, man. And he opened it. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? He's like, you had this the whole time. I'm like, the whole time. I'm like, I graduated in 2013, dude. I didn't. I I finished my grad school in 2019. So yeah. all that time, I was like. Shit's been in my back pocket. It's sweaty. I'm like, it's sweaty. It's gross. Like, enjoy that. And he's all like, he's like, no, dude, pin that onto my wall. He's like, I'm gonna Aww. tell that story forever. I was like, bet. And it just, it was that, it was that motivation. Like, I get that that was his premise, but some people, like, definitely, I hate that that uh, stereotype of like, oh, you're from East Aurora, like, you're nothing. You're a bum. You ain't going nowhere. It's like, what? Like, I'm gonna, I'm here to give back to the community. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think my my favorite stereotype was. That like East Aurora people are all gangbangers, so like when I I meet people from like the West Side or people when we're in DeKalb and like mm-hmm. oh you know I'm the people from Naperville especially like how was growing up in East Aurora I'm like I don't know bro I can shake you right now if I, if I wanted to <laughs> they're like their eyes will like <laughs> open up and I'm like nah bro come on I had I had the same experience <laughs> when I was like twelve or thirteen visiting my aunt down in Pontiac Illinois it's near Bloomington Normal and I'd go I'd spend my summers down there. And all my cousins, my and my cousins. If you look at them, one of them looks kind of Asian. The other one's pale as hell. Looks like a white boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here, a little tan self. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we literally don't look like we could be related, but we all are. Um, and they're like, yeah, this, this is my cousin. Uh, he's from East Aurora. Uh, don't fuck with him. He's in a gang, <gasps> dude. I'd be in my little shorts, in a little fucking like Sonic the Hedgehog T-shirt. Like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> like all these other white kids, tall as hell. They're like, oh. We don't want no trouble. We're just skating. I'm like, yeah. 
keep going. <laughs> oh, that's the, all the street cred I've ever had was in that little white town. That I was like, they, they're still scared of you. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> I got warrants out there. <laughs> I can't go back. Oh, the Aurora stereotypes. Yeah. We just love them. I think uh, the best part of these stereotypes, though, is like beating them. Like oh, a hundred percent. You know, like I like the stereotypes, and they they feel like a challenge. Yeah, that's why I people always say like, oh, like. Aurorians claim that they're from Chicago. I straight up tell people I'm from Aurora. Right. They're like, oh, it's easier to say that you're from Chicago. I just say we're the second biggest city in Illinois. Like, I always say that. I, I, yeah, I've never been like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Chicago, knowing that I'm here on Liberty Street talking about... Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and I'm just going right down the street. Yeah. It's Aurora. You know I'm it's Aurora. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've talked about it before. I mean, I, we, Oscar and I had talked about it not too long ago about dealing with anxiety and like depression and if people need someone to talk to they can always they can always message us right. Oscar said he'd hit them with the I, I would I would hit them I would hit them with damn that's crazy and just erase them like to me <laughs> if you ever want to talk to me and like my, my, my DMs are always open I'll probably never read it uh-huh. but I'll just hit you with damn that's crazy I'm you, gonna, I'm gonna you, erase you it get it off your chest but, but will never for, for me for me, yeah, for me like if you want someone like random to voice it out to you mm-hmm. you can DM me okay. I'll just erase it <laughs> right but you, but you got it off your chest and right. I told someone right. don't matter now like cool right. and actually that's not a bad thing to go some people just want to be listened to right yeah. I, I'll just like hit them like damn no it's crazy we don't know yeah, yeah we and don't then know I'll just like the advice sometimes because it's not like you're in their shoes some people really just want somebody to listen yeah. to them mm-hmm. you know but if you do want advice or at least someone to like you know, call you a little bit. Caesar's the guy. Caesar's the guy. Caesar's the guy. I will like be like, hey, here's here's this book. Hey, here's this. Hey, here are these numbers. I will research anything. You, oh, we love that. Yeah, I like to. And and I think I think I I get like not sharing my feelings too often with the little part of my cheese I still have in my in my life. Okay. Just like oh, just, just, just that. tackle that. Just just. Okay. just just, just a little, the little, like, it's I, trauma I, right there, I, 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 I know, it's I, I understand, just, I know, it's crying, it's crying, so like, that, that's like the only thing, like, that still, like, holds me back, okay. like, to this day, like, my fiance would be like, you don't communicate that well, which I, 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 I I've gone way better than I have before, yeah. like, my past relationships have failed, because I've never been very vocal about it, yeah. and then I'll get depressed, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with me? Well, yeah. Usually, because I, can't, I don't share my, my feelings. Oh, I, I talk about everything. Well, let's talk about how that stemmed from our families, though. Yeah, yeah, well, that right. and, and school, and like you mentioned before, yeah. like the anxiety we felt in school yeah. was the pressure of we have to do well because of our families. Because of our families. And then what we thought was anxiety back then was just the stress of yeah of like I we know. need to finish this homework. Yeah, where in the long run that homework doesn't matter didn't matter no and now that we're out in the long run it's like cool if i don't finish my homework which is my job i'm kind of fucked like i I have nothing yeah depression and anxiety are totally different new thing now Mm -hmm. and i think unless you're like living through them you don't really get them because there's still people out there who don't think mental health is real who don't think mental illness is real you have people going to school getting degrees for in this field but people still Mm -hmm. have the audacity to say Mental illness doesn't exist, or mental health doesn't exist. Yeah. It exists, you know, and, and it's harder for us to tackle it, I think, in the Hispanic community because of the machismo, um, because of all the, the like, tradition and the culture, and you don't talk about your feelings. Mm-mm. We just I've, shove them under the rug I've, and we I've carry always, on. I've always been the fucking person to talk about my feelings. Yeah, I've, I've always been that person. Dog. I was always the emotional one of the relationship. I don't care. I, I'd rather be that person. I'd rather be like, hey... 
Let's talk that shit out. Yeah, let's talk it out. Dude, I was so bad at one point. Um, the, the 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 girlfriend I had in college. At one point, she just wanted me to say something. I was like, I can't say. It. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, I'm just sad. Like, yeah. I, see, I am the I am. I tell my girlfriend like when when I was worse, right? Like the last couple of years when I was stressed with school when I was. Like, just anxious about it and everything. And we talked about it in one of the last episodes. I just recently got a Lexapro. Okay. Because uh, I was always feeling anxious. And I've been doing so much better okay. uh, thanks to the Lexapro. Um, it, I think, well, what did we talk about? It was around the time that, I don't know if I mentioned exactly what it was. It was well, clearly, it was the podcast I was on really spiked that bad. Because it's like, I was, it was that fear of like, shit, my job can go to hell. And I'd have nothing now. And then there was a lot of shootings around the neighborhood. And for some reason... Something inside me was like, you're next. Really? And I had that utter fear of like, I need to get some fucking help. And I told my girlfriend, I was like, listen, at this point, like, I, I need to go get this dealt with. So I went and I talked to my doctor and like, they gave me that little sheet that are like, how many times do you feel like something bad's going to happen? I'm like, every fucking day, every minute, every hour. Right now, you're going to come in here and kill me. Like, <laughs> like yeah, and it just, it was always that, like, sensation of, like, I have to watch who's around me and everything, and it's just, like, I always was on high alert, and now I'm just kind of, like, I'm good. I, so I feel. That's, that's bravery, I think, to, like, say, hey, I need the help. Yeah. And getting them that, you know? Yeah. That's not something I've ever taken or, like, considered as much as I probably should. Um, to help with, you know, there's, there's always stress in life, um, mm. and I feel like I deal with a lot of things, but... I try to tell myself I need to do it on my own. And some people are okay with the meds. Mm-hmm. Some of us, like, I don't know. I have been, maybe I'm more afraid of the meds than I am of the actual anxiety. I yeah. don't know what it is, you know? And that's, I think that's what I was afraid of, too, is, yeah. uh, like, my siblings would be like, dude, like, you gotta get your anxiety in check. Yeah. I'm like, cool. And I did. And then some of them, like, not, one of them was like, well, make sure that doesn't change you. Like, make yeah. sure those meds don't change you. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I'd rather not feel like this anymore. I would rather not feel like every little bad thing that's going to happen is the worst thing that can happen. I would rather not play every single scenario, like worst case scenario, in my head every single time something happens and everything. Because that's how I was. My mind was racing 100% of the time. Like, I just could not stop. I always had to do something to keep my mind... Busy. Busy. And that's crazy because I feel like so many of us are doing that these days. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and I think COVID forced people to like acknowledge that, hey... Maybe we all need to slow down mm-hmm. and, like, think about our lives right now because, like, you're constantly on the go trying to avoid dealing with the shit you're dealing with um, and that you forget that you're dealing with shit. Um, and then COVID hits and the world shuts down and you're all alone in your dark room or your dark house and you're isolated from the world and, okay, I need some help, you know? Yeah. I feel like that I, a lot of people hit that wall with COVID and I think that's why... I think depression rates went up, suicide rates mm-hmm. went up. Like, people are struggling and... I think people need to talk about these issues and, like, what's really hurting the communities. And then you get into another topic with, I mean, at least you had the resources that you needed mm-hmm. to get the meds. So many people don't have access it, don't to, have you know, insurance, don't have insurance, have... can't afford it. And I think therapists are crazy therapists expensive. Therapists are expensive, yeah. Um, and I think it's just bringing awareness to that, you know, it's, it, it needs to change. And I think the more awareness we bring to it, the more I think eventually it will. I don't know that. One person from East Aurora is going to change everyone's views, right? Yeah. Um, but you try. You know, you try to at least be there for people. At least show people that you care, that you want to talk about things. Mm-hmm. And that you're not alone, you know? Because it gets yeah. to everybody. It gets to all of us. 
So and anyway. like we mentioned the the machismo that you might hold Oscar is like you said like it it stems from us having all these all these moms. Hispanic parents and everything yeah. and that's what East Aurora really is just deep rooted in like the Hispanic families oh that God. have been here. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to rip that machismo out of people and everything or even just sway it out of them. Yeah. Um, by just talking, but I mean, like I said, I'll I'll pour out my fucking heart on this podcast <laughs> if I have to if it gets to one person. Right, like, right. It really, it, it really, you feel like you're making a difference at least in one person's life, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, that machismo, Oscar. Let's beat it. I think it's beat yeah, it. Yeah, you should. You want like, 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 I, I, like, 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 Chill out, dog. <laughs> like, like, we're at, we're we were in a frat together. You should probably give that. You, you should we, probably. Yeah, we were in a fraternity. So you should yeah. give that a hundred percent context. Not just be like. There, there, there's, there's a lot of dick shit. He's on like I gotta, I gotta leave, guys. Hey, what's going on? Oh, oh shit, I got a house appointment. I I'm, gotta I'm go. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, no, I think I, dude. Honestly, like, my lowest point in life, I I would say, was like in 2016. So like that was what five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm, dude, I'm way better. Like, oh yeah, I, like I'm way better yeah, than, I, yeah. than I used to be. And and part of part of the reason why, um, obviously you probably don't know, but the the probably the only reason like so the reason why it's called a quarter life podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're like 25, 26. 26. So um, I'm turning 25 this year, obviously. So I'm, I'm honestly like, you just passed the quarter life, or you're getting to that quarter life of your life, right? So the reason why I started this and the name of behind it was that so many people around us have experienced so much in their lives like if i if i saw you i'm like you never managed a hotel but you did right right you went to school and like you dropped out but then you like she's you, traveled to germany yeah, you traveled germany. you've done so much in, yeah. in in less than 25 years yeah so like it's not a crisis but it's like a quarter life point and like and then so if once you go back to all the episodes you're gonna see, start like listening to a lot of millennials and a lot of gen z people like mm-hmm. share their experiences mm-hmm. whether it's relationships whether it's mental health their career paths or you know a lot of stuff and yeah. that's why that's why i started this podcast because i wanted to i feel like i've experienced so much ups and downs that i needed an outlet to share it yeah. right so that's why I like that's why i started the podcast. i love the meaning of the podcast yeah because my crisis started right around 25 and mm-hmm. i remember my my cousins around me oh, are you going through the 20 the quarter life um crisis mm-hmm. i'd be like i don't think that's real that shit is real yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that shit is real yeah. i'm turning because did you just turn 26 yeah just okay i'm sorry i'm turning 27 this year because yeah. He fun failed fact, sixth grade. I failed sixth grade. Did you really? Yeah. Dude, oh. that's not as bad as people that failed kindergarten. No. Like, how do you fail kindergarten? Who do you know that failed kindergarten? Dude, I, I don't you know. know, you know you're like, I know some people. <laughs> they're, they're in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah. it doesn't even matter. But it know? was one of those things where it's like, yeah. again, like that, I, I, I flipped and I was like, yeah, this is, you just learn from that. Yeah, all my haters want to see me fall. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the teachers are like, fuck this kid. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's why... Um, so that was five years ago. Five years ago, I was twenty, uh-huh. and I mean, when I was twenty, I had, a, I had a failing relationship. My parents were splitting. I was borderline alcoholic. Oh, so, I don't know about borderline. I, I was in there. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was. Like, I was I in there. I think I, I, I couldn't. I could not stop drinking at one point. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah. So the the, the path where I, like I decided was like. I had to step back from the fraternity. Mm-hmm. I had to take more seriously my education. 
um, eventually I also had to like step off from education and then um, my fiance was the one that was like hey you need to find an actual job yeah. Like you can't just do this like retail jobs and not long forever. Mm-hmm. But some people have taken that as a career and good for them. Mm-hmm. But like that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So that, that's where I ended up in my job now, which is you know a sales consultant for for car a car dealership, which I very enjoy a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, like that that one like that point zero one percent of my cheese I still have in my life is like a random person can come to me and spill their beans. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> if someone personal in my life came to me... See, I guess if, if I hold any machismo, the only thing I hold is, like, the people I care about. Maybe it's not necessarily the bad part of machismo, but it's, like, the people that I care about, if you hurt them, I'm going in for them. Like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm there. You're like the... Gar- you're like the... Yeah, I'm like... The, I'm like, the, 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 like, my dad looks like a little, like... like kind of, He's got kind of like a bulldog face. That's, that's kind of what I feel like. I'm like the little bulldog. Like, you oh. feel like it, but you're like a chihuahua. Nah, bro. They called him El Camarón, bro. <laughs> he had those hands. And I'm El Hijo del Camarón, dog, so watch what you say around here, <laughs> hey, he's also He's also really short, so when he told me that, I was like, Dad, I don't know if that was like a threatening name. He was like, I beat their ass. He told me, was like, a guy pulled a gun on me and I beat his ass. I was like, oh, shit. All right. I'm like, you know what? Hey, respect. So if I go to Mexico, I got a bit of credit in my back pocket. And I don't, you know, it's it's machismo, but it's also just like it's how we were raised. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. It's hard to break away from that. It's conditions, you know, like yeah. And I think that's why so many of us are struggling in our mid twenties now. Like, who are you outside of everything that you were conditioned to believe that you were? You know, that. like I think some people have been striving because they broke out of that. Like, yeah. Yes. And like, like, and like, they recently been striving, or you can see that at least through social media, which I like. I've talked about social media so much in, in this podcast. Where like, it's obviously like a. It's like a it's like a, a house with like, like glass like walls, right? Like right. You, you can see what's inside but Mm -hmm. you don't know what's inside right that's a good analogy so that's what like I consider social media you can see people you can see like you know shout out to to Luis like you can see Luis was got a got a got a condo Uh but no one no one knows how like and you probably know obviously because you're a real estate agent Mm -hmm. like how many times you guys got rejected? Yeah. How, how many places you went? And got or just, or just like you said, like his experiences, right? right? Yeah, like, just general. Like yeah. who, like what's going on in his life and everything. And right. it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like people are always gonna post their best parts on social media right. and everything. Except for, except for Twitter, I feel like Twitter is where people oh, are like. Twitter is where we're like. Some dark places. Yeah. Second, yeah. second bar of. of I love Twitter. Um, cookie dough. <laughs> I, I actually took a break from social media when I was like going through my deepest depression, which was about a year ago, because it just felt like everybody just posts the good, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about the failures or like, hey, I couldn't get out of bed yesterday, but here's me having this delicious lunch with my girlfriends mm-hmm. at, you know, a super cute lunch spot. Um, and nobody talks about that. Yeah. So I took a break from social media because I was like, no, I can't do social media right now. I deleted my Facebook for a while. I wasn't really posting on Instagram. I didn't even have a Twitter. It was Luis and his suits who were like, you need to j- jump on Twitter. That's like the number one uh, news source. And I was like, okay, I'm coming back. Um, so I created a whole new Twitter and I came back to Twitter. But it was like, social media can be a... Deceptive. It's, yeah, it's deceptive. Very and it's, deceptive. It's... You, comp- you, you inherently compare yourself to those people, yes. right? Yeah. Mm. It's like... 
again, you we've talked about it, and, and I've, I've even commented on your post, and if you follow her, you'll see what she posts. You'll say, like, I'm, I'm sad or I'm depressed, yeah. but I'm still going to go to the gym. Like, yeah. you say, like, if I feel sad, the way, one way you take care of yourself is you go work out. I go work out. I wish I had that fucking <laughs> consistency in me. I wish I had that, like, yeah. mentality. Something about just lifting weights does not do it for me. We you should, know, we should do, like, a boxing club, dog. You don't have to do weights. I feel like that's the thing. People that's, think yeah. that, like, with fitness, you got to do something strictly, otherwise you won't ever get results. Yeah. I didn't ever think I was going to be into weightlifting. I thought I had to be, like, every other girl and do a bunch of cardio and, like... Just be, like, yeah. Yeah, lift. but it's, like, I love weightlifting. Like, every yeah. time I'm there, it just feels like I'm lifting, like... I can lift something when I can't even lift my mood up or anything yeah. else. At least I can lift something. And it's, like, okay, well, let's bounce back. What's your favorite, like machine slash exercise i'm always on the squat machine like i just have learned how to work the, the bar now so i can squat i can deadlift um, nice. i have nice. a really good friend i don't know if you remember him aaron aaron ramos i think so yes. he he's been like my personal trainer nice he just like train me. <laughs> <laughs> he like coaches me through things and like we're really good friends we've been friends since forever now um and so he's just like pushed me and like i mean my friends have just been instrumental yeah. when it comes to like Recovering from like the depressive thoughts, yeah. you know, like surrounding yourself with good people who like push you to do things outside of your comfort zone, I think is like what everybody needs, mm-hmm. you know. That's where. So yeah, deadlifts and squats. <laughs> I think that's yeah, and that's that's like the one thing where like when I get in my own head, I would do something else, right? Like I, I got really big into doing puzzles for a while, where like, it, it just yeah. was me, yeah. and I still love doing them, but it was just like me doing something in my mind rather than just feeling sad or reading yeah. a book or any of that stuff. But what I want to do is. Something physical, not just weight lift, but like I don't know. Let's go take jujitsu or something, or mm-hmm. boxing, or. I want so. Now that I'm moving closer to the city, I, I'm gonna buy a really nice bike. Yes. That's oh yeah, I, I want to do that too. Like, like I think I think because I'm moving Oak Park. I live in North Aurora right now. Okay. I'm moving Oak Park, so like I mean you can it's like a bike ride down down mm-hmm. to like the you know downtown Chicago is not yeah. that, is is it is, is more possible now than yeah going from Aurora to mm-hmm. Chicago. I mean people do it all the time. I'm, I'm not that like to get there. You haven't got there yet. I haven't got there, but you yet. will. But, like, see, see, to me, like, I'll lift. Like, I, I go to the UFC gym in North Aurora. Like, I'll lift, but I'll see, eat, like, crap. And I know, like, fitness, like, you, know, you got to eat and you got to... Yeah. So, like, I just lift and, like, eat Taco Bell, like, yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So, Listen, like, I'll have Taco Bell once in a while. I think you need to find a good balance in life. Yeah. yeah. I used to be the girl who was like, I, don't, I can't have fast food. I, I can't have it. And then life is, like, humbles you down a little bit. It's like, girl, you can have some fast food. Go have some fast food. Enjoy your chalupa. Enjoy your <laughs> you're, you're there, Yeah, you're like, enjoy your serena. Why did I think I was better than you? Right. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, maybe it is gross when you... Because I'm huge. I'm like, where is my food coming from? You know, I like mm-hmm. to eat organic and I eat um, healthy. But it's also, like, have some fun in life, you know? Yeah, like, because I was so up my ass about everything. I had a girlfriend in high school who was vegetarian. I tried to be a vegetarian. I really did. But I had to sneak... Eat Taco Bell. I was like, oh, baby, these broccolis are delicious. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was like, at one point, I was like, I love eating. I love, I love. Uh, I, I do too. I, but like, I like going to like hole in the walls. Yes, right? that's my favorite thing. But I also like going to like really expensive, like like the steaks this big and cost like oh, no. like ninety dollars. Yeah. I've, my girlfriend and I have said that we are probably not the type of people to go like. So we go to a super fancy place. We'll go. Yeah. But we love our usuals, right? Like, catch us at Portillo's every day, most really? likely, with our fucking I Italian like to beef. I like little holes in the wall. That's like, one of my favorite things to do, too. Have you guys ever been to Bruno's? 
Mm-hmm. Bruno's the cheesesteak place? Yeah. I've heard of it. I don't eat steak or red meat, but I've never But you, you can get like, you can get a, a chicken filly. Really? Yeah, you can I get a chicken filly. What time do they close? Maybe I'll be after. Yeah. Oh, no, they, they close like at eight. Oh, really? But they're, that, that, they're like a little small. small family mom. owned. Yeah, family owned. Like, like that one, that one's a decent spot. Um, Let me put you on. Have you had Peruvian food? No. There's a place called Sanguche right up on uh, Indian Trail in Yola. It's delicious, okay. delicious Peruvian food. Ooh, there, there's good. a, there's a, I, I haven't, I've gone like eight times after, after, but it's a small, a very small Thai spot right next to the, in, in Naperville, right where like the, the train stops. Mm-hmm. It's right there. I don't even know if it's there anymore, but I just remember the last time I went, it was fucking amazing. And catch me with sushi. Should be another, sushi all the time. Like, like, um, I love sushi. I, love sushi. I love sushi too. Um, another topic to talk about, all the holes in the walls. That would be yeah. a fun, like, to So what we talked about is that we gotta have, we gotta have our, our conspiracy episode, we gotta have God, dude, our food episode. There's so many episodes, we still gotta yeah. do oh So I gotta, I, I've noticed that you guys don't have that many girls on your podcast. Let's talk about that, why? So, I have. Okay. Um, when you, when, when... They're they're all scattered. Okay. Around the around the season, the only I feel like I just like maybe girls we don't have the personality naturally. No, I and you know and that's the is the opposite. I feel like I feel like obviously women go through so much, so much, right? <laughs> and like it, I I feel for me personally, it's hard for me to like hey come come to come to the podcast and talk about uh-huh. your problem like I. I have like I can talk I can reach out to to, to my boys and be like hey let's talk about the time like you know okay. we, we like but I just can't I, I mean I I, 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 just, I to me is always always been like like ah oh, man like you gotta you be want, careful you know what I'm saying like yeah I, I there's definitely like you know there's definitely been women in my in my podcast and in our podcast I guess now but when 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 I brought in Caesar that was a time where like we should definitely have more women yeah because I feel like. It, it, it speaks way more. It, it, it you have a huge audience. Yeah, it, it yeah. brings in not even the, I don't even care about the audience. I just be like it just brings in more experiences in life. You yeah, know, that, that. So it's it's really funny you said that because uh, one of our hopefully next um, not this Sunday, right? No, no, no. We got to figure out when because of my work schedule on okay. Sundays and everything. One of my coworkers, uh, Laura Reyes, who listens to the podcast, Shout is a comic book artist. Oh. Uh, so I've asked her if she would like to be, and her her co-author and, and creator. Uh, so you're the podcast. inaugural woman in the podcast. Yeah. Yes, yes. love it. The first. Same. No, you're not the first. Not the first, but like so for a very long time. You're yeah. The first mo- most of the time, we've we've done them Frankly, on our own. There's so much talent in Aurora, and I, yeah. I think there is a lot to be said. Sometimes I feel like girls we give off that mean vibe, so it is oh, we I seem know, appro- I, unapproachable yeah. sometimes. I live for that. <laughs> I hate the mean vibe, you know. I don't yeah, like I, it. I'm one of those girls who's like, let's talk. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk. Let's sit here. Yeah, I was. I was like, as soon as you messaged me, yeah. I was like, cool. We're talking about home buying. We're talking about this. We're talking talk about, about everything. Like, <laughs> like I right away, I was like, cool. I, said, I can have so much to say. Yeah. So, much I, to talk about. so that's that's what I. I mean, again, the the couple episodes. I mean, twelve episodes this season. Awesome. I think the majority of them have probably been on our own. And we had Nico on. Now reading, and then who else have we had on? Really no cool. one. No one. So yeah. So, so we. You're, I, you're the second guest. Yeah. In in season seven. 
Um, Our first guest was one of my best friends named Nico, who, okay. if you listen to that podcast... He's a dinosaur. Okay. He, he was part, yeah, he was part of the <laughs> Jurassic World live tour. So yeah, I, I am, and we are looking for other guests, so... Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, get, let's get people out here talking. Like, I feel like Aurora is so filled with so much talent, you know? Um, and not even talent all the time. Mm-hmm. You just want people to want to talk. Yeah. Um, it's just like, let's get people together. And I think that's one of my main goals, like, now that I'm in this real estate industry, is like, let's get people connected. Let's get people doing things. Let's get people to talk about what they're doing. Like, whether it's your professional achievement or what you're up to or that new deck you just built. Whatever. Let's get people connected. So know? that's, and that leads to the next spot, beautifully, because we talked about how how people measure success, right? And how yeah. we might measure success or how we might look at our past and where we are now and everything. Yeah. But it's not like, we see ourselves and we question like, am I successful? You get that imposter syndrome and everything. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, am I doing what I should be doing? Mm. But then you look at your friends and any little thing that they do, you're you're happy for them. Yeah. But they might be feeling the same thing, right? Yeah. Oscar told me he's moving to Oak Park. I was like, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. I don't know the stress that he's going through with that, yeah. but I'm so fucking happy for him. Yeah. So we crave that same feeling. Like, we, we want to to also, like, kind of know, like, am I successful? But we we also love seeing, and I think even Lewis said something about it earlier, or tweeted about it not too long ago, there's no need for any of us to hate on each other. None. Especially when the whole world has pitted us against exactly. each other. I want to see... All my friends I'm succeed. so happy you brought that up because I don't have you guys ever heard um, you can translate it to English if you want. Por eso la raza no avanza. Have you ever heard that saying? So because like that's because, why the people don't yeah, don't advance. We can't be happy for one another mm-hmm. because internally we're not happy for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? And like you see that so much in the Hispanic community, all that envy and like mm-hmm. oh, he has a new truck. Oh, how did he get the money to afford mm-hmm. a new truck? Like what to tell you? If someone's happy, if someone's happy, be happy for yeah. them, you know? Um, and yeah, the way we measure success based off of everyone else's expectations, you know, we just need to break through those norms. Yeah. Because you don't know what brings, sometimes it brings me happiness to simply like sit in my room and play The Sims. I used to love playing The Sims. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love The Sims. <laughs> You're um, like, this is my real life. <laughs> this is my life right now, you know, like I love playing The Sims. That's bringing me happy. Yeah. Being out with buyers, like that helps me feel yeah. happy. Like some people feel happy working a nine to five. Some people mm-hmm. feel happy. I don't know, you gotta do whatever you yeah, gotta so be, be happy. Shout out to our friends yeah, who are, are succeeding. And even though you feel like you are not, you're, still, you're doing fantastic. Yeah. So shout out to Louis, shout out to Jesus, shout out to Jail who just got engaged. Got oh, married. they got married. Got that's married. right, that's right. They didn't get engaged. They just got married. It looked like an engagement. It did. That's why I was. <laughs> so shout out. I haven't seen Jail in years, so yeah, shout out to We should have him on the podcast. I love that guy. He's, he's, so, he's so awesome. He's funny. Uh, shout out to everyone who, even though you feel like, you're not there yet. Yeah. You're doing it though. Yeah. yeah you're working on it. Uh, yeah. Just stop we love you all. Comparing. <laughs> comparison is honestly like yeah. you know how those corny quotes back then they were so corny and now they all kind of make sense. Yeah. Comparison is really the thief of joy. You yeah. know, like stop comparing yourself to everybody else and just do what makes you happy. Yep. You know. Um, and let's get you to buy a house. And if you want, if you want a hype man. Yes. Hit me up. I will, you can be like, dude, I made a sandwich today, and I didn't even really want to get out of bed. I'm like, bro, I bet you that fucking sandwich was delicious, right. dog. Like, send me that recipe, I'll let <laughs> you know. Like, I will, I, yeah, that's like the one thing. Even when I'm feeling down, something yeah. in me is like, but if I can make someone else feel better, and allow them to feel 
happy. Happy. Then Someone that's okay. And it that. brings you up too. So yeah. like making other people happy makes you happy. Literally. Why literally. do I want to bring someone down and just be like, haha, I made you feel like shit. Well, why would you want to do that? No. You know, no. we need more kindness in the world. And I know it sounds corny and everybody's like, oh, no, why do you sound so corny? Well, why are you trying to make everyone's life so difficult? Just be a nice person. Mm-hmm. Be a decent person and good things happen. That's why we, we talked about it. Like, we asked you how you wanted this podcast to go. We curse. We make, me and Oscar make fun of each other because yeah. we are like brothers. That's like, we, we, we've known each other for so long. But we don't really talk down on anyone. Yeah. We're not. No. There's no reason. Because I believe in karma. Karma is real. I do believe in karma. Yeah. That motherfucker. That gets you. Yeah. Motherfucker. Mother- 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 <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So, again, how people measure success. Um, how do people measure success? I. What is success? I see my. I feel like my, it's such a subjective thing. It is, and for me, the longest thing was, I want to be a librarian. Yeah, that. And I knocked happy. down every single thing that was in front of me to get to that point. And when I got there, I was like, "What next? Yeah. Right? Where do I want to go from here?" So I know I have succeeded in getting my my job. If you look at like financials, it's like you still owe so much money for school, <laughs> so you're not successful. But whatever, like I made my one dream. I was able to give that note back to Gillespie. Yeah. I succeeded in that. So felt successful. And you yeah. know, I have met back when I used to work at the hotel. I used to meet people who would make all this money, you know, and they were like the most miserable people I ever yeah. met. And it's like, well, I don't want all that money if I'm going to be that miserable, you know. Yeah. Like, what is the point of all that money if you're literally alone and you don't have anybody? You don't have anybody you can share all your success with, quote unquote. You know, like. What is success? So whatever success is to you might not be the same thing for someone else. Just stop comparing yourself, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I I measure success, for myself at least, and it's super materialistic because I I feel like I I am. It's just how much stuff can I upgrade? Like once I... That makes sense. Like like to me, it's like, like I get a new car, then I want a new place, then I have to upgrade the TV... Then I gotta get a new bed, which is eventually like the more I have to do, the more I have to like work harder. Yeah. yeah. And like obviously I like I, like I like working, so I'll just keep enjoying work, and yeah. I just. I mean, and then to me like it's not more about like I'll never brag about things. I'll just you know I'll be like look at all my stuff. You yeah. can be you can brag. I feel yeah. like we have taken the like. You're not always bragging. You literally we come from nothing. Like most yeah. of us started yeah. from the bottom. To be able to say I can afford myself that because I've worked this hard yeah. to afford it. I mm-hmm. think there's a difference between saying like I've I've succeeded in getting myself a new car. Yeah. And then rather than being like, bro, your your car is shit. Look at my yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a big difference, and I mean I'm the same way. Look at every little fucking knickknack I have in my living room. My books in my other room. I literally got my fucking COVID shot yesterday and was like, ow, I deserve some more books. <laughs> right straight to the bookstore. Got myself some more books. Because, like, I just am like that. Like, I love buying books. I love buying stories. I, I, I guess, I don't know. I like, We talked about it before. Like, I guess I measure success by, like, the people I'm around, the things I'm doing, like, just the people, like, I, again, this right here, like, chilling with friends, having a good time talking, telling stories. Success. 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 Yeah. Success. It don't have to be nothing crazy. Success is sometimes getting out of bed and making yourself mm-hmm. breakfast. And Every little victory. Every, there was a really interesting uh, uh, thing that I saw today was how your brain, based on how you're feeling or like depression, can make it seem like making a cup of coffee is, right? So when you have a good day, you just get up and you make coffee. When you're having a regular day, you got to get up, get out of the bed, grab the cup, put it in the coffee maker, make coffee. But then when you're having a bad day and you're really depressed... 
you break down every single step. You get up, you open the cupboard, you grab the cup, you you take the the filter, you do, and it breaks it down into all that stuff. So, yeah, getting out of bed is a success. Showering, taking care of yourself, a success. It is. And so you're all successful. So everybody's successful sometimes, yes. you know? Shout out to all Not the to people. get too deeper on here, right? No. We then, still made it fun, though, right? Yeah, but, and then one of the, the last things is, some people do measure success on where they live, right? I still live with my mom, so technically I rent, so she, she's my roommate now, all right? She can't tell me, hey, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'll be like, South Scandinavia, neighbor? Right. Neighbor. I'm like, I'm a, yeah, they're, my neighbors are bothering me. It's my son! I don't know that lady. <laughs> uh, so, again, if it's something that, like, I think home buying is scary as fuck. And, and it's something that, even now, as I turn 27, I'm like, maybe one day I'll be able to afford it. Secretly, not even a secret, because I tell my parents, I'm like, hey, when y'all want to give me this house, I'm here. <laughs> uh, but if you measure success in buying a home or buying a place, or if you know nothing about it and you want someone to talk to you Let's about talk. home buying. Let's talk. It's not that scary. Hit up Once and, you're in, once you get started, the hardest part is getting started, I mm-hmm. think. And, and then it's just fun. I think it's fun. I've enjoyed the process. Yeah. Of, um, for everybody that I've helped. Um, but yeah, it's scary for everybody, you know? It's the first time for so many people and so many of us didn't have that guidance, mm-hmm. you know? So wrapping it up, where can our listeners reach out to you? Um, social media, of course, is huge. Um, most of my leads right now have, have been coming in from social media. A lot of people don't believe in the power of social media. Uh, that's but great. social media can make or break any business or anybody. Social media, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. VDD Realtor is my handle everywhere. I, I, quote, I, I made a tribute to my name, VD Diana Diaz. Yeah. So VDD Realtor. <laughs> nice, um, nice, nice. I was proud of that one, okay? So yeah. I, I really send, send this man your, uh, yeah. your, your info. My so handle have and yes. But yeah, reach me. Let's talk. Um, let's work together. Um, let's get you into a home. Let's get you into a home. Or let's sell your home. Homes for the homies. There you go. Or if you want to just talk. What? That's a good one. Total, total. Homes for the homies? Homes for the homies. Title of the podcast. I did not hear that. What? I heard. Homes for the homies. Did you think I said, I, host for the homies? I did hear you say that. Uh, I was like, I guess. Like, chill out. I guess. Like, chill no. like, Homes, right? Homes for the homies. Homes for the homies. Yeah. That's, oh. that's a good title. I guess I got okay. Good job, Caesar. There you go. That's the first title. Yes. Really? As the new host. As the new host. There you go. You, you, you did it. You, um, you want to close it out? Do you know how to close it? Well, thank you for having us. Uh, hit us all up on our social media. Uh, me at ctega94 on Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network. Uh, Oscar, where can the people find you? Uh, you don't have to find me. If, if you're listening to it, you probably Oscar, follow. where can the people find you? Uh, you can follow the podcast. There you go. At TQOPod. That's T-Q-O-P-O-D. That's on all social medias. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whoever uses Facebook. Um, and Vidi, if you want to share your Instagram or, well, or Twitter, yes. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. No, <coughs> thank you, thank really, you for reaching was, out. I was, I was having, I had a lot of fun. And yes. I hope you guys can keep changing lives by talking to people yes. and raising awareness. Let and pe- just having fun. Let people fun. know that. I mean, I love the fact that you reached out. I mean, you just reached out the other day. I'm like, yeah, cool. We can record. We record Wednesday. Like, yeah. boom. There, there you go. Let people know. There's people that you know that you're like. You know what? I think this person can be a good ho- yeah. uh, a good guest and everything. We'd love to have them. Yeah. Uh, Send yes. us more women. So then, uh, I'll send we, don't talk to girls. <laughs> we don't talk to girls. We don't talk to girls. Oscar will break through his machismo. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, yes. Where can people find you? And if there's where? anything you'd like to plug or any shout-outs you'd love to give, uh, there you go. Um, the floor is well, yours. My handles, VD the Reels, where you can find me anywhere um, on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't like Facebook, but I use it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I have to use it. Um, but I'm all over the place. Um, I'll give you guys my info so you guys can share that with people. Perfect. I'm just here to help. You know, yeah. if I can be of help to anybody who's scared of the home buying process, let me help you. You yes. know, let's we'll do it together. We'll make it fun. We'll listen to the Bad Bunny. I don't know how we feel about that. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you sell my house. To go get those tickets. Are they really expensive? They're pretty expensive. Yeah, they're supposed to be expensive. <clears throat> right. It's hard. It's hard. But seriously, and and seriously, like I have been working really hard to build connections with attorneys, yeah. lenders, everybody in the real estate industry who can facilitate that whole transaction. Perfect. So let's just get people out there and get into homes, get over the being scared about it. Let's just do it. So yeah, find me on Beauty the Realtor everywhere. I love it. And, and any shoutouts? Any any shoutouts you'd love to give? Just to all the people. Let's just all give the people. Shout out to all Remember, people. shout out to all the homies. All the ho- homes for the homies. Homes, for the homies. homes with an M. Shout trying. out to to Lewis for your condo. For Proud of you. Everybody. Shout out to everyone. Everybody who's trying their best and just like moving. You forward. are successful. You are successful. Keep moving. And I with, think that's it. I and think. with that, we'll that's see a wrap. You guys next right. week. Bye. Bye.